I have a mantra I call treat your guests like gold. My intention when I have an interview with a guest is that I'm starting a brand new relationship with this person. As you get more and more interviews, obviously you can't be best friends with everyone and and that shouldn't be the intention. But if you go at it with trying to develop a human to human connection, it'll be important. Podcasts in the beginning don't think about it that way and they just think of how to get through the interview. So if, if the guest took the time to be on your show, don't take that for granted. Are you ready to become a world-class interviewer, stand out with your podcast, and create an incredible audio experience for your listeners so that they keep coming back to your show and become raving fans? Welcome to the Podcast Interview Mastery, a weekly interview show where you will hear world-class podcast hosts and interviewers share their stories, tips, and strategies on how to become a master interviewer and hone your craft as a host. Are you ready to boost your confidence and inspire the masses? If so, buckle up, my friend, because this podcast will show you how. I'm your host, Tibor Nod, founder and host of the top-ranked Mindset Horizon podcast. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Podcast Interview Mastery Show. I hope you've had a great week full of incredible interviews and more importantly, with lots of fun. To continue this fun, I highly encourage you to join the Podcast Interview Nation community, a Facebook group where we come together and support each other to become world-class interviewers and podcasters. So if you haven't already, make sure to join this community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview nation. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview nation. And as you might already know, I've been busy producing this show so that you can become an awesome podcaster and stand out with your interviews. So please support the podcast by either subscribing to it or rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. If you're not a podcaster yet, but you're thinking about starting your own show, I highly encourage you to check out my podcast mastery course at mindsethorizon.com forward slash course. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash course. So my guest today is Harry Duran, who is the founder of Fullcast, a full-service, done-for-you podcast production and marketing consultancy. He helps brands and high-performing entrepreneurs amplify their authority and extend their reach through the power of podcasting. As host of the popular podcast Junkies on iTunes since 2014, Harris had conversations with over 215 interesting and engaging podcast personalities. Harry has spoken on stage about the importance of finding your voice and why long-term engagement with your podcast guests is key. Harry shares lessons learned from his first 25 interviews in his book, Around the Podcast Campfire. As a host, consultant, and coach, Harry empowers others to amplify their authority through the power of a podcast. As a speaker, Harry challenges leaders to understand the importance of finding their unique voice. In today's episode, Harry and I talk about a couple of really interesting things. In the beginning, we start with Harry's entrepreneurial and podcasting journey, and then we dive deeper into Harry's interviewing style and how he interviews podcasters on his show, Podcast Junkies. He talks about the fact that there are always three people in a conversation, and he explains how to go deep with a guest by establishing a human-to-human connection. 
In the middle, Harry explains some of the best ways you can make your guest feel at ease and why you need to wait 15-20 minutes before you go deep with someone. Closer to the end, we talk about some of Harry's excitements connected to the podcast industry and he shares some great stories from his interviews with podcasters. If you feel inspired to check out the detailed show notes, book recommendations, links, and free resources, simply go to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview. Have an awesome Friday, my friend, and have a great weekend. And if you're ready, buckle up and enjoy today's episode with Harry Duran. Harry, thank you so much for coming on and welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me, Tibor. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. And I wanted to start this conversation uh, with a pretty unique question. This is something I, I actually learned since I started this podcast and I started to work on my interviewing style. Uh, since you've been you know, hosting the Podcast Junkies podcast, I was wondering what are some of the most interesting things you've learned about podcasters because you interview podcasters on that podcast? I think um, it's the wide range. I think when people get started and they're just introduced into the world of podcasting, they may think if they're coming in from the outside that everyone is um, you know, doing it similarly. And what they don't realize is that there's so many different varieties of types of shows. So I've had people do, obviously business, You know, people are very... Um, common to hear like everything related to business wise but there, i've had everyone who's you know there's a woman that i uh does a podcast about bird watching there's a, mm-hmm. a one, of, one of my fans does a, a podcast on the paranormal i've had uh someone who's done a, a podcast specifically on the women who helped create hollywood and every episode is an hour-long podcast about that Wow. Podcast about photography, podcast about uh, wrestling. And so I think if if I had to think about the unique thread, it's that everyone that I speak to has a passion for their Mm. topic. And it's really what motivated them to figure out, you know, um, what they needed to do. Because some of the folks I, I spoke to early on, I was I got started in 2014 and and I thought I was a little late <laughs> to the game yeah. in 20, 2014. Oh really? Yeah, because people have been podcasting since 2006, you know. And I got mm-hmm, to speak mm-hmm. to people like Elsie Escobar and Gary Leland and Rob Walsh and Rob Greenlee and these people that have been around, you know, since early early days. And mm-hmm. so, but it's the same thread. It's the same idea of being really really inspired. Um, uh, Libsyn is a popular podcast host, and Elsie is uh, the co-host of, of that podcast. But she started her show about yoga, and you know some of her episodes from like 2008 are still getting traffic. So it's just interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens when you when you follow your passion. Yeah, absolutely. I love that word, passion and motivation. So I would love for you to talk to us a little bit more about the mission of your podcast and why you started it. If I think about the reason, um, if I think about the reason why I started this show, I I was in corporate America for almost eight, you know, eighteen, twenty years. I worked at J.P. Morgan Chase. I worked at E Trade in the marketing departments. But I always had a passion for doing entrepreneurial type stuff, and I would leave occasionally for like a year to try to work on a different business or mm-hmm. try something else. But eventually, I would always come back to my nine to five job. And thankfully, I had. Wow. I That's had interesting. 
I had a what I call him a corporate godfather. He would <laughs> he would always hire me back, and I ended up working for him like you know three or four different times. But I grew up with a passion for electronic music, like specifically like house music, and. I've seen that. I want to talk about that. <laughs> so I would go to music festivals and I was working on a mobile app called Know Your DJ. And um, it's an app where it's essentially like a, at the time in 2013, it was like a mobile app, kind of like Pandora, but just for electronic music. So it would, I would just pulling in um, all the the profiles of DJs, their Twitter account, all their social media accounts, where they were going to be next. And I went to a conference called New Media Expo in Las Vegas in, in January of 2014. And it was a conference for podcasters, uh, bloggers, and YouTubers. And it was there that I, I saw some other podcasters speak. I saw Cliff Ravenscraft. I saw Amy Porterfield. I saw Pat Flynn. And it was interesting that, you know, what they were doing and how they were building a community around podcasting. And I changed my strategy because initially I was going to go start a podcast and interview DJs. And obviously that was going to be really hard because all these DJs travel the world and <laughs> trying to like track them down for an yeah. interview was going to be a nightmare. But I, uh, that's where podcast junkies came up. Cause I remember having a conversation with someone and someone mentioning one of the talks like, Oh, if you're a, a, a podcast junkie or something like that. And, and the, the, the phrase really stood out because it described accurately how I felt at the time, because I had, I think at the time, maybe 20 shows that I was listening to. And this is, you know, 2013, uh, late 2013. And so when I came back from the conference, I decided I, I registered a domain name. I signed up to Podcasters Paradise. Shout out to John Lee Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I remember telling the group, hey, I just bought the domain. I'm going to start this show. And wow. then, and, then um, and John eventually agreed to come on. He was like guest number six on my show. Um, wow. and then I, yeah, I just started it and I, I, I knew it was important for me to do video. So I was using Skype with call recorder, um, mm -hmm. for those conversations because I wanted the face to face connection because I, nobody knew who I was in the podcasting world. And I wanted from, from, to, from day one to make sure I started building those relationships. So started that in 2014 and it's, we're now six years in and, uh, just released episode 232 i think this week yeah exactly 232 i just checked it before we <laughs> started the conversation that's amazing so first off uh congratulations and Thank it's you. really exciting to hear other podcasters journey so in that sense i definitely can relate to your show i think it's a it's a great thing to talk about those motivations there and and things like that so i wanted to um, just out of curiosity did you start inviting bigger names immediately on your show and, and uh, you started interviewing them or what was your strategy in terms of inviting guests? I think it was trying to figure out who I had any sort of connection with or who was mm -hmm. I, I was able to like uh, follow up on any sort of conversation I had on online or in person. So, I mean, my first guest was Chase Reeves and he, I saw him speak at New Media Expo and I asked him, Hey, you know, you might remember me. I'm, I'm the guy who asked the question during the conference. Mm. Would you like to be my first guest? Because he runs a, a service or he's part of a group called Fizzle and it's an online community for entrepreneurs. And I was part of the community. So uh, I knew him from there and I really liked his style and his personality. So thankfully he came on and then I, I was friends with a couple of other people who were podcasting at the time. And uh, one of them, 
I did some coaching with, so I asked him to come on. Another one, uh, Cynthia Sanchez, she was really big in Pinterest at the time, and I saw her speak at a conference, mm -hmm. and I we had chatted briefly. So I was just really pulling you know, the, the in the conversations from people I had had at least one or two conversations with. I was in Podcasters Paradise, so John agreed to come on. I had Elsie on because she's Salvadorian, and I, and I was born in El Salvador as well. So in my email to her, I, you know, I established that as a connection. And, and then as you've probably discovered, once you start having those first 10 or 20 conversations, you know, naturally my question at the end uh, was always, Hey, hope you enjoyed the experience. Can you think of anyone else who would be a good fit for the podcast and, and just building, you know, stepping up and, and through those connections I was making. And, and the thing about my show is because I interview other podcasters, I would mm -hmm. go to podcasting conferences and I would meet so many interesting podcasters. So, you know, I, I would know immediately, like, if you can have a conversation with someone and, and they're really interesting, you know, whether you're at the bar or in the lobby, you know, you, you always feel like, oh, I want to continue this conversation. And now, you know, because I have the platform, I can say, hey, let's continue this on my show. And then they would come back, they would come onto the show and it'd be just a continuation of the conversation we had in person. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's really interesting. And and I wanted to get back to two things, basically. So you've mentioned that you tried to become an entrepreneur and you got back to the corporate world. So basically, when you started the podcast, after that, you managed to stay on track with the podcast and become an entrepreneur. And you've also mentioned uh, you felt that in 2014, you were kind of late. But I guess it turned out you you weren't because you kind of like, you know, managed to start and, and keep doing the show and uh, you have, uh, you know, founded Fullcast as well. So I'm just curious about the journey. Yeah, I think what I realized is as I was making the transition, I had, I was doing consulting at the time and I was work I had been working on my podcast for a year, but I realized that I didn't know like a lot of people who were, who were very, very successful entrepreneurs. And mm -hmm. there's so much that happens in the entrepreneurial space that, um, you know, there's not things that they teach you in, in, in corporate and it's not things you learn in university as well. And what I realized is, um, there's a famous inspirational speaker by the name of Jim Rohn and he's, mm -hmm. he's worked with, uh, Tony Robbins and he's, he's, very popular in the 80s and he said a quote that i just has stuck with me for years now it says you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with <laughs> and yeah, yeah. i realized like i had while i had a lot of people in the corporate world i didn't have like successful entrepreneurs as friends and so i made an investment and i you know paid for a business coach and it wasn't cheap at the time. It was $1,500 a month. You know, it's a, so it's a huge investment. And thankfully, I had a, a decent salary. And I realized if I want to get to where I want to get to and learn a lot about in this world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, like I, I need someone to, to help me. And so I joined this program that I'm still a member of. It's called Black Belt. And it's run by uh, someone named Taki Moore. He's Australian, actually, <laughs> but mm -hmm, he, mm -hmm. he's a he's a coach of coaches. He helps coaches move from one to one to one to many. And and I wasn't really coaching at the time, but all the things that he was teaching about how to run a webinar, how to you know set up your landing pages, and just the very like the basics. I think what I, what what got me so excited was being around a community of people, and I really felt Tibor in the beginning that I was swimming in the deep part of the pool because I was <laughs> over my head. And these people were like making six figure, seven figure businesses with very small teams, a lot of times remote. And I was like, 
wow, I didn't realize this was possible. And I just kept going and kept learning. And then about a year in, in 2015, I started Fullcast, which is my full service done for you uh, podcast agency. Yeah, yeah, this is really, really great. And thanks for sharing that. It's really interesting. And I was just curious because I used to work as an architect and I shared it many times on the Mindset Horizon podcast. But, you know, I just transitioned, right? And 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 I had one getting back to the corporate when I think in 2017 or so, I, I quit my job for the first time. And at that time, I was just exploring different business ideas. And the podcast came later on. But at that time, I was exploring and I needed to get back to the corporate world to earn more money. And then also, I was still working on the the idea. So I was exploring. And um, that was rather an exploration phase for me, for a business idea. So I I could relate to that aspect of getting back and starting again. And, And another thing is that you've mentioned, for example, that you had a coach. And the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is when it comes to podcasting, we hear a lot about you know, honing your craft as a podcast host. And I have been hosting my Mindset Horizon podcast for a year now. And I kind of like started one and a half years ago with the preparation. And at that time, I didn't have a coach. I I wasn't part of Podcasters Paradise. And I kind of like tried to figure out everything on my own from YouTube tutorials and stuff. And um, when it comes to honing your craft, I kind of like realized I don't really know or don't know exactly if what I'm doing is right or wrong. You know, as a host, um, mm-hmm. do I ask the right questions? Am I a good listener? How can I actually become better at it? What are some of the things that I could learn, right? So is it communication? Is it speaking? Is it asking mm-hmm. questions? Is it listening? You know, and, and it's also different if we if you have, for example, a live interview show or a recorded interview show. You know, that was my uh, mission or goal with this podcast. I wanted to help I would say early stage podcasters out there to become better at what they do if they feel they are unsure if that what they do is is right or wrong. So having said that, um, you've already men- mentioned for or we talked about guests. And so when it comes to guests and interviewing guests, what are some of the most important principles that you you know try to follow in your interviews as a host? I think in the beginning, and part of the reason that I, I I wanted to have the face-to-face connection is to make sure I was able to maintain my focus on the guest throughout the conversation. And I think sometimes new podcasters, especially you know people who are just getting started, they're in their head and they want to make sure that they, they don't look bad in, in the eyes of the guest and they have their questions in front of them. And they're so focused on getting through the questions that they're not paying Mm -hmm. attention to the conversation. So you would think, oh, I have the questions, so that means I'm going to be really focused. But in reality, if you're just sitting there with the questions, you're not allowing for the the conversation to have its own flow because every single conversation is going to have its own flow. and, And you have to be able, as a host, to be able to follow the path and say, okay, I know we were going to initially talk about this. But this he just mentioned or she she just mentioned a, a topic or something that I can't even like ignore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to yeah. dig, you know, <laughs> dig through that um, and and find out what they really meant because you have to remember. I always say there's three people in every conversation when it comes to podcasting. There's the host, there's the guest, and then there's the listener. Mm, yeah. And they're really paying attention. So they're saying, wow, I wish, you know, Tibor would have asked that follow-up question or I wish Harry would have asked that follow-up question. So it's really being conscious of that and Mm -hmm. 
the the time, the intention, and the focus, and really even before the interview starts, saying, "What's my what's my objective? Like, what do I want to get out of this interview? And what would a successful interview be for me?" And so that will drive the energy that you put into the conversation, and it will also make sure that you're paying attention and that you're being a good listener because part of the, you know you've if you've done the editing of your own show, and I know podcast who are listening can relate to this if you look at the wave files and you have the two files on one on top of each other you can see you know when you have a host that's speaking more than the guest you're like whoa that, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. not a good show because that's just the the host talking and and he's not let, letting the the star of the show who is who's the guest you know shine and, and really share their story because you know that's that's what people came for right so i think being a good listener paying attention and and listening for opportunities where you can dig deeper um i think is really important and the other thing that i like to say is also to be comfortable with silence and sometimes mm -hmm. ask someone a, a tough question and they're not quiet because they you know they didn't hear you or they didn't they didn't have an answer they're quiet because they're thinking about which is the answer that they want to give you you know do they want to give you the thoughtful uh, personal answer or did they, they just want to give you like the the casual quick answer and, and sometimes if you wait and you and you let that silence happen and you don't rush to fill it then some, that's where you get sometimes the best responses from your guests wow yeah uh silence is absolutely something that came up a couple of times and i agree I agree. Uh, in a conversation in general, and as I've mentioned, it's interesting because it's a recording and you can edit it and silence can be there if you decide so, or it can be edited out yeah. if you decide so. But in the conversation that we are having right now, it's an important element, I would say. Otherwise, it can be edited. So that's actually a great point. And you've mentioned something, you know, the objective, maybe the agenda for the conversation this is what I've been following too, actually based on a feedback that I get, I got in the very beginning of my podcasting journey from someone that you kind of like want to have an objective for one conversation. For example, with you, I know that you have been hosting this podcast about podcasters and I kind of like had that in mind as a, as a unique perspective. Mm-hmm as we are having this conversation, because you have that experience with other podcasters, that was kind of like my, I wouldn't say objective, but a main point that, that helped me with the interview, with preparing for the interview. And um, I was just wondering, so how do you prepare for these, for these interviews? What do you actually do when it comes to preparing for an interview? Uh, to be honest, it, it really depends on the guest. Um, Mm -hmm. Almost in a way, a lot for me, a lot of the preparation happens when I meet the person for the first time. It's rare that I have someone on that I haven't spoken to. It's happening more and more as the show is getting more popular. So sometimes my preparation happens like at a podcasting conference, <laughs> like usually at the bar because I'm like, or in the lobby or in the hallways or I see a podcaster speak. And then we start having the conversation. And what I'm doing in my mind is I'm saying, okay, this is a really good conversation. This is a really interesting podcast. Um, I'm going to invite them onto the show. And so in a way, I've done a little bit of my research in person. Now it's a little bit harder, obviously, with, we, you know, we're recording this late August, 2020 during COVID. So there's not, there's not been a lot of live events <laughs> happening. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. So I, um, I think for me, I enjoy the challenge of discovering 
something about a person for the first time through through a conversation. And it's similar to if you would go to a bar or you go to a party and you know someone introduces you to someone new. If the person is interesting and 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 you start that conversation, then your natural curiosity will have you ask questions about that person and and say, wow, how did you do that? Or why did you do that one thing? Or where was the origin story behind that? Or what inspired that? And it really, you know, for me, it keeps me on my toes because I want to make sure that I'm, that again, I've, I've said this earlier, but just put myself in the shoes of the listener. And mm-hmm. I, I almost want them to discover the, the guest in the same way that I'm discovering it. So I, I don't do a, a lot of research, but I know enough about the show, or maybe I've listened to a couple of episodes, but I don't like a deep, deep dive because I really enjoy the process of uncovering something about a person. And, you know, sometimes if you listen to too many interviews, you have to make sure you're not, you know, repeating the same things that they've said before. So I think I just come at it from a, a place of natural curiosity and really getting to know them as a person because my show is not about um, anything where they're going to be selling something or they're just going to be, you know, saying things that they already say on their show. I really like on my show for guests to open up and show a side of themselves that sometimes they don't get to show on their own podcast. Wow, that's really interesting. So you've mentioned a couple of key words. One is curiosity. And yeah, so when it comes to preparation, just to share with you and with the listeners, what I do is, you know, the the more interviews I listen to, maybe the deeper I can go with my interview, but I aggressively agree with the curiosity factor as well. So that the more interview I listen to, the less curious I am actually, because I feel I know a lot of things about the person, right? You know, whereas if I don't listen to that much interviews before, I can be just more curious. And and in that case, I enjoy the conversation much more than if I know everything about the person. So I would say I I didn't dare to prepare less. And, and, you know, preparation over preparation is is a big topic I I like to ask uh, from the guests because I think I tend to over prepare. But I would like to just go with the curiosity Mm -hmm. because I enjoy those conversations more when I'm just following my curiosities. And interestingly enough, you know, I usually prepare outlines (laughs) and I rarely stick to the outline. Yeah. And yeah. what it says is in the conversation, I'm following something else. So maybe that's that's the curiosity that you're talking about. And and you've mentioned something that helping your guests open up. So I'm curious how you do that because rapport and trust and helping them open up, I think, is a is a great skill that a host can have. Yeah, I think it's really under uh, asking them questions about the things that interest them and taking in a, a genuine interest in the answers that they give because a lot of times you can hear and you've probably heard enough podcasts to, to relate to this where you can feel like the host is just trying to get through the interview <laughs> as quickly as possible and they don't it's almost routine especially if they've done a lot they they almost get into an automatic not necessarily robotic but just mechanical mode where they're like okay got to get through this interview got to ask these questions and got to you know maybe mm. try a little bit but you know one of my you know i have a mantra i call treat treat your guests like gold my intention when i have an interview with a guest is that i'm starting a brand new relationship with this person that could last 
for the duration of the conversation, or it could last, you know, some of, uh, for six years <laughs> and, and counting, yeah. you know, those people yeah. that I viewed in those first 10 interviews that I'm still friends with, because I think, you know, you, you, as you get more and more interviews, obviously you can't be best friends with everyone and, and that shouldn't be the intention. But if you go at it with trying to develop a human to human connection, then I think, um, It'll be important, and I think just to in the beginning, I think too many podcasts in the beginning don't think about it that way, and they just think of how to get through the interview. So, I think it's really if if the guest took the time to be on your show, don't take that for granted, and don't think, well, I'm doing them a favor by interviewing them. You know, really, it's the other way around. Like they sacrifice an hour of their time uh, to to be on the show, and what I try to do in the beginning is just really have some talk that comes at it from a place of general, or bring it up again, just general curiosity about how their day was, how their week was, what they're struggling with. You know, we, we, I've had several interviews during COVID and as that was happening early on, I was asking people like, how are you? Like, how have you been? Because it's the elephant in the room. Like you can't not have a conversation and not ask that question because <laughs> you just, you just seem yeah. like, robot being like are you interested in this person and and their health and their well-being or are you not and so um and sometimes it takes time you know usually i find in the first 15 to 20 minutes is is usually the time required for people to you know relax let their guard down and decide you know how open and how personal they want to be on the interview and you know i that's usually when i find as i go further and further into the interview that people relax and mm. Every podcast mm -hmm. obviously wants to hear the words, no one's ever asked me that before, or <laughs> I've never said before on a podcast. So those are the things. It's not that you should try for those things, but if you if you try to make a, a general human connection, those uh, moments will come up naturally. Yeah, uh, it's really interesting what you've said about, you know, the guests becoming more relaxed after, what did you say, 15 minutes or so? Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20. I've heard something something similar, and, and, and that was the first time I've heard, I've heard about that. So that's, again, something and information comes to awareness. <laughs> this is, these are the, the nuggets I actually want to share with these, uh, these podcasters who tune in, because you might design your interview flow accordingly and more strategically based on that knowledge, so to speak, that maybe in the first you know, 15 minutes, you, you, you ask different questions, not really connected to your agenda, or maybe you want to, there are some ideas that you want to pull out from the guest, so to speak, but maybe in the beginning you have a kind of like small talk or casual questions, and then people can relax and then you, you know, start uh, diving deeper. So for example, just to give you an example, like, you know, starting with a question, okay, so what is your mission or what is your why behind your podcast might not be the best one actually that's one of my questions <laughs> i've heard it's a really easy one is you just ask people what they had for breakfast oh really <laughs> but it's already in the show <laughs> well yeah i mean because you think about it Th think about questions that are universal to every human being on this planet so like yeah. it, it doesn't matter who you know who you speak if you ask them that question everyone 
you could have your grandmother, you could have a, a two-year-old on the on the podcast. Everyone is going to be able to answer that question. <laughs> and it's just you're trying to just you know some people get they get really nervous. Some people have not been on a lot of podcasts, so they get a little anxious. And all you're trying to do with that question is just you know bring the level of like the tension. Um, and and the seriousness sometimes you know yeah <laughs> people yeah, think yeah. people see the red light on you know on Zencaster for example they think they're broadcasting live to YouTube but they get really nervous so you just have to let them say hey it's just me and you we're just talking um, and that's something that I Tim Ferriss has a really good episode on inter- on interviewing um, that I don't know if you've ever heard that one but he gives a lot of steps and he basically tells his guest hey. You know, my objective here is to make you sound as good as possible. This is not live. We're we're record. You know, we're recording this, and it's going to be cleaned up in post production. So if you feel the need to say something a second time, don't worry about that. You know, there's no such thing as a wrong answer. And you know, this we I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. And and also, if you say something you didn't mean to say, we can take it out later. So it's you know everything possible to make your guest feel at ease is the most important thing so just having some very very light questions at the beginning you know when's the last time you hug somebody <laughs> just <laughs> you know just, just anything to just get people to, just you want to humanize the person on the other end of the conversation yeah yeah actually that's a that's a really really great point so i i've haven't heard that episode from tim ferris but you know making making it really clear for the guest that it's not live and it's going to be edited and polished. It's it's a great point because then they can relax. So that's 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 really important. I I think that's a great advice. And one of the things I've I've um, started doing, but I didn't do actually with you, is is starting the recording in the very beginning immediately in the small talk phase, and then just chat a little bit, and then I say, okay, now we can start the interview, and and we jump in, and then basically we start. When we talked about the first question, I'm curious because actually this is a topic that came up a couple of times with others as well, that basically the importance of the first question, like, do you have some strategy there, what you ask as a first question or how do you do that? Yeah, I, I think what's important, Tibor, is just, I don't, I think once you start using the words like strategy, people's minds start to think about like a recipe and like... <laughs> what's what's the formula and those if you think about the word strategy think about the word formula you think about the word plan like those are just cold words to be honest like there's nothing warm about a strategy (laughs) and so what the question i would say for for new podcasters is to ask yourself like what's the best way i can connect with this person on a human level you know how's yeah and that's why with you know with covid you know it's just like how are you doing? Like, how's your, how's your health? Like what's been the biggest impact for you? Or like, you know, what, what, what are you working on now? Or what has you excited or the best thing that happened to you this week? Because I, I know what's ha- what was happening during COVID is everybody was just asking, how are you? How are you? How are you? Like, and people were just stressed out. Even receiving that question stresses people out. <laughs> so it's just a matter of mixing it up and, and, and just really saying, you know, tell me something good that's happened because people, you know, what's something you're grateful for this week? You know, just anything that gets people, you know, connecting with you, I think, um, will open up something because if they, if they say something that's very emotional that happened, then that's your opportunity to decide how, how much further you want to go into that. And, and just really, you know, something lighthearted, I think is always a great way to start. I love that. And I couldn't agree more human to human connection, treat your guests 
like gold is something else that you've mentioned. And um, it's interesting because on the Mindset Horizon podcast, because of the topics, it's a little bit different. It's more like an inspirational show. And so the topics are a little bit different. And um, sometimes we go really deep, right? So people become emotional. That's where I feel actually that we, we, have, we have the strong connection or I have the, the connection with the guest. And um, one thing I wanted to ask you about is, uh, since you've been hosting Podcast Junkies, what are some of the most exciting topics that you talked about with these podcasters because you talk about the motivations? What are some of the topics that you like the most? It's funny because, uh, you know, while it's a podcast, it's super meta, it's a podcast where I talk to podcasters about podcasting. <laughs> and so yeah. sometimes some, some fun conversations are when I get to have someone on that is well known in the space who has been podcasting for a while. And we, we basically geek out podcasting. So I recently <laughs> had um, several people on. I've had Hernan Lopez, who is the head of Wondery, and I've had him on a couple of times. And he, it's just fascinating to hear the background he came from corporate and now he started you know what's arguably one of the biggest podcast networks in in the world um mm -hmm. had success with it so it's really inspiring to hear that story james cridland who is the editor of pod news which is the daily newsletter about podcasting so yeah just to hear his story his radio background nick qua who's the host of hot pod newsletter also started in 2014 so wow. it's so fascinating uh, wow I hear the the stories and they all, we all have passion for podcasting, but we all come at it from different angles. So it's like, it's replacing that feeling I get when I'm at a conference and I get to, to speak to people, um, face to face. And, and we don't have that. Hopefully we, we can pick that up again next year, but, um, it's just it's establishing connections with people in that space is really interesting for me. And then mm -hmm. occasionally, you know, we'll have, I'll have people that come on that are doing completely different and new things in the space. Um, and so it's my way of finding out what's happening. I got to speak to Andrew Mason, who is the um, former CEO of Groupon and now mm. the founder of Descript, which is an extremely popular like transcription service now. Wow. Yeah. They received like $15 million in funding and he's been on a couple of times as well because it, I, I'm fascinated to hear what's happening. The space has gotten so much attention recently. There's so much money coming in. You know, <laughs> Joe, Joe. Yeah. Hundred million dollars. The Ringer was purchased for a couple hundred million dollars. You know, cereal was bought by the New York Times, and and so it's just been fascinating to have a, you know, a, a great seat to watch <laughs> everything that's happening, and and just having the platform to say, hey, I want to talk to this person about you know something that's happening in the podcasting space. I got to speak to Brenda Salinas Baker, who works at Google and uh, Google Podcasts, and so wow. just to hear the inside track of what's happening. Um, I'm really grateful to have a platform that's been building up over the years. Um, and so now I have people coming, you know, reaching out to me through the website um, and just to learn more uh, about what's happening in the ind industry is something I'm grateful for. Wow. That's really, really exciting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. It was great uh, listening to that experience. Yeah. You know, I was wondering because in 2014, you said you were kind of late into podcasting but today actually it's 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 a it's a good medium and it's a fast growing medium so how do you think about this right now yeah it's so interesting because like i said i thought i was late in 2014 and just seeing what's happening now and the interest from advertisers the interest from just new people coming in mm -hmm. i'm sure 
familiar with Edison's research, uh, sh- um, the, the the analysis they do every single year, on yeah. that report, and it's just fascinating because I think we're at seventy five percent of people have uh, are familiar with the term podcasting, which is the highest it's ever been in like ten years, and and it's just wild. I highly recommend people look at that report if they want to get a picture of what's happening in the industry, and. It's just exciting to see the opportunities that are coming in. I mean, if you listen to Pod News, it seems like there's a new podcast company coming up every single day. (laughs) (laughs) I have people hitting me up on LinkedIn all the time saying, hey, could you take a look at this app or can you test this out? We just were getting some funding and and it's just amazing to see. So I think it's going to be interesting. And and like every every other industry, you know, people are trying to get in and, and there's a lot of similar services doing similar things. There's a lot of people in the, in the remote recording space, not only Zencaster and Squadcast, and you know, there's three or four new companies coming up um, as well. There's 10 or 15 or 20 podcast hosting companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A dozen podcast, you know, booking services. And and then when you talk about courses, there's, you know, probably a couple hundred at this point. <laughs> but it's just every, I think there's enough room for everyone to have a s- successful business. I have an abundance mindset. Like I really believe I love this, that. this pie is big enough and I'm constantly talking to other podcast producers because, you know, sometimes they specialize in a certain industry or a special niche, or sometimes they're doing exactly the same thing that I'm doing. And, you know, I don't think, I don't need to try to get every single person that's interested in podcasting as a client. I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle the work and I wouldn't be able to give them the quality of service that I want to. So, you know, I just, wow. just a certain number and you, 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 unless you're trying to be the, the Google of podcast production <laughs> or the Spotify, um, I think there's definitely enough interest in the space and there's definitely enough people interested from uh, personal to, to businesses who need all the help we can get. And I think if we all have that, that mindset and saying, Hey, we're all here to help podcasters, let's make sure we all give them the best information. So nobody is recording a new show with like you know, really crappy mic or really crappy sound, let's point them to the right tools so that as an industry, when people hear a podcast for the first time that never heard one, you know, we're all doing our part as podcasters to make sure that new podcasters, when they, you know, come into the circle, they're excited and, and they're able to to talk about podcasting in a positive way. I love that. There's, there's a deep mission there, as I can hear. And uh, abundance mindset, one thing you've mentioned, and... Um, and then, and then, yeah, the quality. So actually one of the reasons for this podcast or one of my reasons was to help people have or conduct quality interviews and, and, and have better conversations because, well, I, I thought about the growth aspect of, of podcasting, like how you can create something enjoyable as an audio experience for your listeners. And, and that was one of the, the reasons I wanted to provide this information. So I hope I can manage to do so <laughs> with your help and with other great guests. Yeah, of course. Um, and Harry, as we are coming to the end of the episode, I wanted to ask you about either one book recommendation or one podcast host recommendation that people can read or listen to to become better hosts. Yeah, I'll give you one of each. Um, I mm, okay. A friend of the show a couple, couple times come on jordan harbinger he's the host of the jordan harbinger show uh the second time he came on he essentially gave what i call a master class in interviewing he's well known for detailed interviews with his guests and it's a function of how well he prepares he mm. 
you know, I'm sure anywhere from three to six, eight hours preparing on a guest, depending on the caliber. And if you just listen to his his past interviews, he'd recently had on Mark Cuban uh, and several high profile guests on the show. Wow! And he really it's 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 his business. It's he takes it really seriously, and he's been doing it for I think now ten years, <laughs> 10, 12 years. If anyone wants to listen to, you know, what planning sounds like and and what you get out of a guest when you do that work. Um, highly recommend you listen to the Jordan Harbinger show. And then an interesting book that I read from um, someone that I met when I used to live in, in Los Angeles is a book called Just Listen. And it's by wow. uh, someone named Dr. Mark Goulston. And the, the premise of the book or, or the tagline is discover the secret to getting through to absolutely anyone. And he's a psychiatrist, uh, a coach, and he backs it up with scientific research. And what his 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 thing is with the book is is it helps listeners turn what he calls the impossible and unreachable people in their lives into allies, customers, colleagues, and lifetime friends, because he gives techniques in the book on, and essentially what we talked about here, how to be, be a better listener and how mm-hmm. that fits into better relationships. Wow. I love that. Never heard about that book, but it's really interesting. Really great because on the Mindset Horizon podcast, we always have book recommendations and I've heard about a lot of books, but this is actually something I have, I have never heard about. So sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So before I ask my last question, tell us what's the best way to connect with you and learn more about what you do. So I'm really active on LinkedIn. So if you just search Harry Duran and you'll see my last name, I updated it, it says Harry Duran Podcast Strategist. So if, if that's the one that you see, that's me. And then, so if you want to learn more about the podcast, then I uh, highly recommend you head on over to podcastjunkies.com and forward slash subscribe. And you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app, but there you'll also see at podcastjunkies.com, the list of all the episodes we've had since starting in 2014. Uh, and then wow. our 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 agency is fullcast.co. So people, I'm active uh, mainly on LinkedIn and Twitter as well. Um, Harry Duran FC, and I'm sure you know based on the prep you're doing for your your guests, uh, I know that all those links will be in the show notes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. So thanks for sharing. The links are going to be in the show notes, <laughs> and people can find it there. And and my last question, Harry, is um, what is your vision for your podcast in the future? When it's uh, I'm able to speak on stage, which I've done a couple of times at podcasting conferences, I talk about my mission being to help a million people find their voice. And in the beginning, I you know I would say that, and I wasn't sure how exactly that would happen. But what I realized is through our agency and through my podcast and through just being a champion of podcasting, um, I want to enable and empower as many people to to. Uh, start a podcast if they feel that that's their way for them to find their voice. Because while I may not be able to touch a million people individually, I know that um, over the course of the next you know few years of, of continuing to do this through the work we do with our clients and through the work I do on my podcast, it'll influence enough people so that they can have a network effect where they're going to reach you know a thousand people or they're going to reach a ten thousand people or whatever it is. And I think eventually over time. You know, that's how I get to that million number of just inspiring enough people to feel that they have the confidence to talk about the things that are important to them. And and you don't need tens of thousands of listeners. You, know, you just need a couple of hundred people who are passionate about your message 
and and that's all you need to get started. And, and I think every new podcaster, it's important that they hear that. So don't worry so much about the numbers. Worry about telling your story and telling the story of your guests. And then the, the, the success of the podcast will come after and come naturally. Wow, Harry, I love that. I have to, I have to say, and um, finding my voice is is definitely something that the podcast helped me with. Um, the podcast just helped me really help me with becoming clear on the topics that I'm really passionate about. And it's interesting because, you know, when someone comes on the show and we can really tap into some of those topics, I feel that, wow, this is why I started a podcast, right? So I wanted to have those inspirations. And I hope that the listeners feel that through the conversation. So yeah, that's, that's a great mission. I love that. And thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity, Tibor, for allowing me to share my, my story with your audience as well. I appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Podcast Interview Mastery Show. If you feel inspired to hang out with other like-minded podcasters, make sure to join the Podcast Interview Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview nation. If you want to check out the detailed show notes, book recommendations, interview tips, and free resources, please make sure to head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash interview. I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. I will catch you next time. And until then, be world class, my friend.